interrupts and welcome to the With Mates podcast with me, your boy, Andrew Grayson. How are we all? We're back again. We're talking Loki. It's Loki Wednesdays, the highlight of my week, especially after Scotland getting knocked out of the uh, Euros on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. So anyway, we're back. We're talking episode three of Loki and I once again have my wee Paisley pal on with me. It's Curtis Campbell with the biggest biceps in town. How's it going, mate? Not bad, mate. Yep, and you are totally right. The biggest biceps in town and calves. Calves? What are you talking about? You've got tiny legs. Nah, I've got big calves, mate. Baby legs. Big, big moo-moos. <laughs> How's it going, mate? I've no feel as if I've not spoke to you for a wee while. I know it has been a while, though. Uh, the last one I think I did was the the Marvel, Marvel list, uh, the big Marvel list that we did. It's two parter. Uh, it's not even that though. It's it's still it's still strange to me that we're we're what a year and a half deep with this whole fucking lockdown. We would see each other every other weekend at a point uh, gigging. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy. Which hopefully means we can get back to it soon. But I I don't I don't I'm I'm no count my chickens, mate. I can't see it happening. I can see us locked down forever. We can we but, can organise a cinema date. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can get that. Sorted, oh, definitely. So. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll do that. Um, but. Marvel and Disney are doing their best to keep us amused, and they very much so are, in my opinion, with this uh, Disney Plus series Loki. Um, we've not spoken about this at all, mate. Uh, what you no. thinking of the series so far? We're halfway through. Loving it. I uh, it's I get uh, what I what I was kind of expecting. I thought Loki was going to be the best of them so far. Uh, I think when it, when we obviously were told what we were getting, I think Loki was first announced before Scarlet Witch and. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, if I'm right, uh, Wonder Vision, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this was one I w- I've been so buzzing to see. Loki's yeah. one of my favourite characters within the MCU. Obviously, was totally distraught. <laughs> if you haven't seen Endgame, uh, the start when it was totally choked out with those yeah. big big purple paws. Uh, but honestly, I, I have been absolutely buzzing just to see where it's been going. And so far, uh, so good. Not disappointed at all. Good. Um, obviously, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I'm very much... Pro Loki, I think it is going to be my favourite season um, that they've done. I don't know if it's as good as The Mandalorian yet. Um, I'll wait until the end of the series to kind of make my decision about that. But in terms of the Marvel series that the Disney Plus have put out, uh, this is my favourite. It's I think because of what I know the consequences are going to be are so impactful towards the the movies and stuff, which I didn't even realise. This is how bizarre this is. Like I used to plan my movie trips out for like a year. Like, I'd know what's coming out the entire year. The big blockbusters, obviously, you would have the ones that go under the radar that you would only know two weeks prior to it coming out. Fucking Black Widow's out in, like, a week and a half, two weeks. I cannot what? fucking wait. And I've heard it's really, really good. It's been getting fucking amazing reviews. Um, and then yes, yesterday, uh, Suicide Squad, this Suicide Squad trailer dropped, and it looks incredible. It's out in August. So slowly starting to get back to a wee bit of normality in terms of films and all that kind of stuff. So you'll have plenty of content coming here on the With Mates podcast, and I'm sure Curtis will be joining me to talk about the films that are coming. But we're going to get into this episode, episode three um, of Loki. Um, before we get into like, spoiler territory and stuff, we'll just give a, a, a general idea of what we thought of this episode. Um, so Curtis, what did you think, mate? Yeah, it was a bit weird. The tone was obviously a wee bit uh, kind of calmer than obviously what the other kind of episodes were. It was the other ones that obviously did intense and they're trying to work out all these different things of why this is going on and stuff. So they've obviously, but we've obviously taken off from the fact that he has figured out exactly who it is and what what, what exactly is going on. Uh, it was a it gave me the kind of Ragnarok feels 
uh, again with obviously being in with the the whole thing. I I, I didn't realize obviously I, I don't really know where, where they are. Are they on earth at this point? I don't know. No, so so obviously like before we get into the spoilers, my, my general view, I love this episode. It was a lot smaller episode. Um as much as there were really good action scenes, which mm-hmm. we will get into, it was a much smaller episode, very much a a do you feel like it was a wee bit of filler? No, no, I don't think it no. was. I think, arguably, it probably is. Out of the first three episodes, it is a wee bit of filler. But to me, I enjoyed it just because you've introduced this new character. So I was like, right, cool. Because my thing last week was I'm going, fucking hell, man, we're two episodes in. And you've already given us so much. Like, what? where do we go from here? So this episode was very much getting to know um, Lady Loki or... Um, We'll find out actually what her real name is eh, as we talk. I talk about spoilers, but yeah, so it's called Lamentus, um, and it's basically just Loki talking to Lady Loki, and you see them kind of. You get to know that character a wee bit more. Um, I thought, like generally, the the look, the the cinematography of this was stunning. There were so many shots where I was like, "Oh my god, man! I want that printed on my yeah. wall." That uh, the the I think I t- sorry, I think I said Ragnarok. It was kind of end game feels. Uh, yeah. Like, say, like, uh, in, even Infinity War, where they're on mm. the planet Titan and stuff like that. It was yeah, giving yeah, me yeah. all those. Was well, that was that's why I wasn't sure if it was if it was Earth or if it was uh, if it was actually on another planet. I wasn't so too sure. We start off on Earth. Um, I think no, no, no. We start the TVA, and then we go to the the planet Lamentis. Um, which and as you say, but it, it it does have like Infinity War feels because obviously there's a scene with Thanos when he throws a moon. And in the background of this, on Lamentis, there is a, I think they're on them. there's a planet crumbling or there's a moon crumbling. Yeah, there's a moon coming towards them or something like that, yeah. And some of the shots, this big purple look, and it was, oh, it was absolutely stunning. And, the, like, the cinematography, oh, absolutely, oh, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was a gorgeous looking episode. Um, And I need to look up the, the actor's name who played Lady Loki, but I thought she was brilliant. And I don't know oh, why. Uh, did, did something, did... De Mate- is it Matteo or something like this? Oh, God, I Roberto De Matteo. Eh? No, I, I, Chelsea manager. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I had. Oh, it's going to annoy me because I had it on the back of Sophia my. Thumb, yeah. De Martino. De Martino. Um, yeah, I, I don't like know why. I always find it strange when I hear British accents in these movies. I think it's just because they're very rarely in them, um, and even some of the bigger actors that they've got who are British or English or whatever don't tend to use their accents other than maybe Tom Hiddleston you you get Tom Holland it's American Benedict Cumberbatch is American in it um and I think it is Karen, like even Karen Gillan and things like that yeah well. Karen Gillan's American um she's holding the fort down for the Scots yes Karen we love you um but yeah it's 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 to me when when I heard her and she had a British accent I was going oh I like it it's different makes sense as well with her being a Loki variant so getting into all that kind of stuff um but we've kind of went on about it vague so let's get into the episode um so i've got it up and i've got some notes here so we can get through it um i thought it was i thought the opening was interesting i was like throw so thrown by it when it opened up with um we'll just call it a real name sylvie when sylvie was sitting with c20 and it looked like they were on earth and they were just having a drink with each other and i'm going right wait a minute what the fuck do they know each other is this like how how is this making sense but we then see this is her um, and we get into more detail of how she's doing this. We get more information on this is how she found out where to find uh, the timekeepers. And I thought it was a really clever opening because for me, 
where they left us last week and just wondering what's going to happen to show us how she got that information and then do it this way where I was double guessing going, oh fuck, do they know each other? I thought it was a real clever opening. What did you, what did you think of this? Yeah, I was the exact same. It actually took me a, a second to realise who it was. I thought the girl looked very different to what she did when she was obviously uh, in her uniform, the TV yeah. outfit. Uh, even like a whole mouth shape, I was just like, who's she, who she talking to? Because obviously we've seen a quick snippet of Lady Loki, Sylvia, whatever you want to call her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, again, it was really interesting. It was interesting to see like another sort of power that we haven't seen before. That whole illusion, the whole getting into the yeah. main games and things like that. So uh, that, that for me was absolutely brilliant. It's good to see the kind of... I liked the... like. It was as if like she had her own reality stone or not yeah. Uh, reality, yeah, reality stone, but yeah, yeah, the reality stone. Because you seen how quickly the scene changed and how quickly the the backdrop and everything changed as well. Mm-hmm. But a, a really good opening scene and good the fact that it's covered something from the last episode. You were like, well, how did she get the information? Yeah, because we know from Loki, like you can do that thing where they can touch you and they can show you like is that a memory or something like you can yeah. show you. It, obviously, we seen it with Valkyrie and Ragnarok, so it was interesting to see like how exactly she gave her this because I wouldn't imagine the girl would have gave her it so easily mm. you know what I mean so it was, it was good to see that way but I think it's interesting as well the fact that it's, it's very much a, a brand new character as much as it's a Loki variant it's like okay what does she do how does she do it and it's and it's a nice wee intro and it gets you going it's 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 what I think this series has done so well we give you enough where it's like right we're in we're, it's, it's Loki Wednesdays let's get going um, but for me I just I thought it was a great scene we then uh, we move back into the TVA. We see that that's where the portal ended up in, and there was some fantastic. Again, there's two or three uh, moments in this episode. Fantastic fight scene. The choreography. Lady Loki, Sylvia looked absolutely incredible. Some of the the, the moves she was pulling off, all that kind of stuff. Um, what did you think of her? Like kind of like mid battle man. Like because it's something I think this series has done well is showing that Loki's not just a trickster. Like he can handle himself. And I like the fact that they started with her being like this fucking person that can just fucking kick somebody's head in. I I think I think you're you're right. It's you have never actually seen Loki in a full on battle. I would say like mm. where it involves like a proper fight scene. She just looked like a character that we've been watching for ages. She didn't look as if she was a brand new character to me. Yeah. It was more like she kind of just fit fit right. I think it was so right the choreography and everything as you say that was going on was absolutely stunning uh, just mm-hmm. everything she did i just thought it was so fluid it was brilliant the way they did it uh, and i'm i'm actually looking forward to seeing it i'd be quite i'm actually probably quite gutted to think that maybe we won't see it again after this the series depending on because no. we don't know how it finishes and things like that but i think it's a, a great character to bring in and i think the the chemistry between them two, even they're both when they were fighting, was yeah. brilliant. Like the just the way they moved to each other, it was absolutely. You could see like she definitely has been studying that kind of Loki character and yeah. how he would. Because I think as well, we have to remember is this Loki's a 2012 Loki. Yeah. He's not like he's not like the way he was in like Ragnarok, Ragnarok or and Endgame. Or, you know? So War. this is he's still he's probably still not mastered everything you know what i mean how they how they, how they do it but yeah just a fantastic fight yeah you know me i love a fight scene yeah. and i thought she nailed it i thought she nailed it hey, bro. i think it's i think as you say as well you see later on as, as the scene goes on the two of them start to fight as well and and loki kind of again doesn't doesn't like look out of place in these fights because we didn't really see much of him with fights that was more of the thor side um, and then we see the judge come in and she starts um, she's about to kind of take over and Loki manages to grab the device they open another portal door and they escape 
Um, and then we get a lovely wee section where this is the first shot where they go out and they see that they're in Lamentis, this planet, Lamentis 1, I think it's called. They're there in 2077. And it's one of these apocalypse um, points in time where she's been hiding out. And But this one's a lot more serious. She says nobody, nobody escapes this one alive. Uh, and then you get the lovely MacGuffin where the, the, the time jumper is out of battery, so they need to go find somewhere to charge it so that they can escape. Um, very back to the future. Aye, exactly. Very, very back to the future. But then again, this was this is what the kind of the, the episode is mainly as these two kind of interacting with each other and seeing like um who she is as a Loki variant, like what kind of person she is. Um and the thing that got me was we were um we were rumor watching last week where we thought she was called another character. She might still end up being this character, but we thought she was Enchantress. Who was another person called mm-hmm. Sylvia in the in the Marvel universe, and I like the fact that she addressed it where she's like, "I'm not a Loki anymore." So I'm going, "All right, so you are a Loki variant then. So you are a different version of yes. Loki, but you she's just choosing don't. not to be. Yeah. yeah, you don't have that. You've got your new alias, which is uh, Sylvie, and I like that. And then this is again where we get this beautiful cinematography shot where it pans up and you see this moon or planet cracked down the middle, and you're seeing these comets hit them. It's I don't know why. I think it's maybe just because my favourite colour is purple, but I think it's fucking stunning, man. I've got it. Was, uh, it was beautiful. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, there was a nice wee bit. Obviously, they're trying to find somewhere that they, they can um, charge up the device, and you see them get into this wee kind of shack uh, where they have an argument with each other. You get to learn a wee bit more about it. Then they go on a further wee bit up. They find this deserted town. And the, within this whole kind of time frame, you see... Loki and Sylvie both kind of, look, you're not going to one-up me. I know what you're trying to do. You're not going to get the device off me. And you get you, almost a pissing contest where it's like, no, I know what we're doing. We're going to go in. Like, she wants to go full guns blazing. But he's like, no, no, no. I'll use my wit. I'll use my guile. And I'll get it. And it's a fantastically funny wee scene where um, they come up against a wee woman and she just fucking shoots Sylvie. And then Loki starts acting the, the big man transforms into the husband and gives it as so funny. The, the guy's performance that does it acting pure upset he said oh it's been so long and then she blasts him and she's like he never spoke that nice to me and it's, it's a really clever wee husband joke and, and i thought there was a lot of humor within this ep- uh, within this episode that i was going yeah this it's very sitcom like it's it's maybe not a light that we see loki have this kind of humor for a in the mainstay of what yeah. the movies are, but I, I think it, I don't know, I just thought it really you may, maybe, maybe Ragnarok, uh, you see yeah. a wee bit more of it, uh, the kind of wittiness, and even the joke, like the whole, like the the scene with Valkyrie when he's doing the I can get them within 12 hours, I can get them within yeah. two, I can get them within, I can get them within one, like one or whatever it is, and then it's just even the bit where she, she kind of captures him and he's like, surprise, you know, I mean, just all, all yeah. the kind of stuff, I think you're starting to see that kind of character come out in this series yeah. rather than the whole you know what I mean the way it was in the actual Avengers movie the very first one he was you know what I mean he was very pretty serious. evil you know what I mean yeah very very serious not very there's I know I know there's a there's uh, some of my mates one of the guys in the the 100 uh, review team talks about he's not a big fan of Tom Hiddleston because he think he kind of he's a theatre actor on TV mm-hmm. which just means he's really over the top and he's, he's yeah. a bit bravado and stuff but I think I think that really suits this character because I think that's what that char- this character is. I think that's what Loki is. Loki is the guy. He's very eccentric. You know I mean, yeah, he's... exactly. When you get, the first time we get properly introduced to him in the Avengers, and he's he's in Germany, 
and he puts his big crown on, screaming at them, he kneel and stuff. You go, and this guy is a show pony. He loves yeah. the attention and stuff. Loves like attention. Um, but yeah, so we find out from that wee woman that there's a train taking people on the planet to the, the, the ship that's going to try and get them off the planet. And that's where we see um, Sylvie and Loki go. And once again, it is this argument of how we're going to do it. I've got a plan. I've got a plan. No, no, we're going to do my plan. Um, which, again, this was another bizarre comedy moment where Loki does this, like, over-the-top American accent. Try, he's like, no, no, they told me to bring her this way. And it's, and again, so bizarre, so weird. But again, we get to see more of Sylvie's powers where she kind of manipulates somebody's mind. They let them on the train. Um, and again, lovely wee bits of messaging coming through on these on these Marvel shows where you see all these people queuing up and a lady starts shouting, they're only letting the wealthy on, what about us, what about us? And again, it's only slight, but again, it's more messaging on this. Like you've seen it in films like 2012, I know it's a shit film, but like 2012 it was like they had boats and all this to 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 deal with the, the tsunami that was coming and it was only like these multi-billionaires multi from Russia that were getting on the boats and you had all the people that actually made the boats having to sneak on and stuff, which is just the way our society seems to be. Spoiler, um, I haven't seen that movie. I've, I feel like I'm not missing anything. Nah, you're not missing anything, trust me. Uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I think it's a decent film. Uh, I'll be interested, listeners, if you've seen it, let me know uh, what you think. Um, so we get back, we're on the train, and then we see they kind of reminisce about their lives, which I thought was a lovely wee scene where they start talking about, like, their mothers and stuff and it seems it really shows the difference between these two variants and these these like as much as they might come from the same person quote unquote they've had completely different upbringings where like she knew she was adopted and he didn't uh, she can't really remember her mother whereas he's got good memories of his mother and then I think the biggest thing that I thought was quite cool is we get it very much like not thrown in her face but is very Made, made the viewers very aware that Loki swings whatever way he wants. Why? Whatever he's attracted to power in it. It's one of those I think ones that makes it's... sense. Even even like when you like she, even she, the way he acts so even like yeah. literally whatever whatever Loki wants, he gets. I think yeah, I feel exactly. like it's that. And, it's, and it's even even like I said to my dad this as well. I was talking about like taking it out taking it past the whole like gender where if it's like if you're straight or you're gay or whatever. Taking it out of that, like, even we've seen with, like, um, Star-Lord and Guardians of the Galaxy, he has sex with other species. Like, he's from Earth, uh -huh. but he's having sex with, like, aliens and stuff like that. So it makes sense to me that someone that is, like, maybe, like, Asgard, where you get aliens and you get meet female, male, non-binary, whatever, whatever gender or sex or whatever you are, to me, I'm going, yeah, well, you would try that if you're more open to what the universe has to hold, which Asgard yep. tends to be. It makes sense, but I just thought it was really, especially during like Pride Month, I thought it was really cool that mm -hmm. they, it wasn't like a wee, because there, there, there was an Easter egg, and like I think it was the first episode in his file where it said that he was um, gender fluid or something like that. I, I don't know what it, there was, it was a wee tiny wee thing that you would have to pause and read it. Um, but I like the fact that the, the direct, I, I don't know if it's the director or the writer, she's bisexual. And, um, she was. She wanted to make sure that it was like it's canon now that that he does swing both ways, and it's a really clever way that she they done it. Where uh, Sylvia asks, "It's like, oh, well, you're a prince, so surely you have princess." Oh, these princesses. Or is it a prince? And he's like, mm, 
maybe a little both. bit of both, just like you kind of thing. I was thought I was going, yeah, they 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 addressed it, they've made it canon, it's what we know now, and they moved on, yeah. and it wasn't a big deal. And I thought it was really, really well done. Did, um, did subtle the way they did it, which which exactly. I liked as well. It was it wasn't like in your face, and it wasn't like it came out with yeah. big party party poppers or anything like that. It was all like, <laughs> but but as you were saying that, like I, I agree with that because. Obviously, where we are in the day and age and earth and stuff like that, you're yeah. you're made to feel like, or oh, you can only be with one or the other, like, and yeah. it's very different. Very different, obviously, if you like both and all that kind of stuff. Whereas, obviously, these different planets and stuff, it's probably not the same there. It's probably just like, yeah, just whatever you, whatever you want to do, do it. Like whoever you, or whoever you want to do, you can do. It. That's <laughs> what I do. I mean, one no, of those ones. But I, I like it. the it way is, I like the way I did it. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it, you, you think you kind of knew that anyway, like yeah. even from the way you acts and stuff. Like if you didn't know, then now you know. Yeah, exactly. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> Any OSW fans will understand that reference. But yeah, I thought I thought it was interwoven with um, the, the the whole conversation with them, kind of getting to know each other. Because he says that he's like, you seem to know a lot about me. What about you? And she's still quite closed off to it. Um, but again, thoroughly enjoyed this interaction between the two. The, the actors bounce off each other really, really well. Uh, and then we got a lovely moment where they talk about like they need to rest, but they don't trust each other enough to sleep. And then eventually Sylvie kind of falls asleep. And I don't know about yourself, mate. Like I always, I, I said this last week, the first thing I do after I watch these episodes is I, I put, I go into Twitter and write hashtag Loki and just read all these different like theories and things that people noticed in the episodes. And people are proper shipping um, Mobius and Loki. And it's wee tiny things. So, like, in this episode, he says, like, I'm not going to sleep because I don't trust you. Whereas in the second episode, there's a bit where they're reading files and Loki's asleep. So everybody's like, oh, he completely trusts Mobius because they love each other. And it's, and it's cute. <laughs> like, it, it could genuinely just be it was fucking knacker or... or their mates or whatever, but I just like I like seeing. Bear in mind, he's just been for like a big massive fight and all yeah, that scene as well. Exactly. So the guy's probably absolutely knackered. Aye. So we see Sylvie going to sleep and she wakes up and Loki's having the fucking time of his life, singing about a karaoke with the trips on the train. It's like a pure she shanty, shanty in it. Aye, I think that's again. I think that's I. I, I, I I'm not on TikTok, so I missed that whole uh, sea shanty. Oh fucking... yeah, yeah. But then she, uh, Sylvie gets a wee bit paranoid because it was somebody watching them the entire time and she's kind of on edge because she's basically been on the run uh, her entire life trying to trying to figure out what to do with the TV and stuff like that. But again, nice to be seen. Tom Hiddleston's got a good voice. Um, that's that's one thing like, I said as well. I was like, the boy. I, I forget that he did that. Uh, was it Walk the Line or was, it that, was that the film he did? He was like, he was singing as a country singer. I can't uh, remember what it was. No, what... Like, what the line was was that not Reese Witherspoon and um, fucking what's his name the Joker? Heath Ledger. No Phoenix. Joaquin oh no, Phoenix. no. Oh, is that maybe. Not I don't know. Is that not Sweet Home Alabama? He definitely no, no. He definitely. No. I'm sure Sweet Home Alabama was like fucking Britney Spears or something like that. Was it no? No, that's Brit. No, that's Reese Witherspoon. Hundred percent Reese Witherspoon. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't watch. Sorry, that's just anyway, Sorry, sorry. I know. Um, <laughs> but there was a lovely moment as well in this that that that, that shows you that uh, Loki and Thor are, are close brothers. Where he's having a he's having a bev, and shouts another and smashes it, which was one of my favourite parts of the 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 Thor movie where he's having his coffee, which apparently was a an improv line, which I love. Um, after that, we do see that the people that that Sylvie was um, scared of. Uh, come in, try and kick them off the train. Again, 
more fantastic fucking fight choreography. Marvel are some of the best at it. It's it's incredible what they can do, especially with like obviously these are bigger budget TV series, but like on the scale that it is TV rather than film, the, the that it doesn't lack. Like this could be in a movie, and it it wouldn't look out of place. It looked absolutely um, fantastic. So during the fight, we see them get chucked off the train, um, and the 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 device that they use to kind of uh, vortex themselves to other parts in time is broken. And I don't know about you, mate. Well, I do know about you because as you've self-admitted on this podcast, you might not be the brightest thing we, but they used a word that I didn't know. So I was like, right, I need to look this up. And it was a uh, hedonistic. Did you notice yep. it now? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you look up what it meant? Uh, no, I already knew what it meant. Fuck off. No, you didn't. I did. You can, you can tell us so. though. But I knew what it meant. No, no, go on then. <laughs> I don't know what it meant. Don't set yourself up for that fall, you fucking clump. <laughs> Honest to God. Usually some people fall for that. It goes, they would just start talking. You're like, yep, or did you know that one? Yeah, yep, I knew that. Curtis, I've, known you, I've known you for about eight years, mate. I know you for that one. Eight? Jesus, mate, it's been more than that now. Is it? Oh, hi. The last two years don't count, but mate, I was in my room the whole oh, time. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I, so I'm actually turning 24 this year. Hedonistic, it, I fucking love the word. It's apparently it's essentially self-indulgence. So to me, that sounded as if he was just happy getting pissed and having a wank essentially like that that's what that came across like to me and I just thought oh because she said she was hedonistic but she, he's fucking old, and he's like oh no I'm I'm aware of that and I love that it's very much he's comfortable with who he is in his own skin and does what he wants to do because he's low-key and he can um, and again I wrote another note down here cinematography is stunning uh, I've got the I've got it up here on my monitor just now I'm going to try and find the, the shot that it was that I I th- about. Just just touching on what you, what you kind of said with obviously like the fact that it could obviously be a movie and things. Uh, I think that's the difference when you're watching a TV series is like you can be satisfied after maybe like a couple of episodes of just a, a random series. Whereas mm-hmm. these these TV series that we're obviously getting from uh, Marvel at the minute are very much like a movie. So for me, I'm yeah. constantly going, I want more. I, I want to watch the rest of it. You just you just want to watch the rest of it because it's so, you're yeah. so engrossed with it. I would love, I would absolutely love for them to just put all these episodes together without the ends. Like, just see, like, they can do Aye. it, like, like in a Disney Plus thing, where to rather make it just so you can just binge watch the full thing. I would Aye. absolutely love that. Rather than start stopping, start stopping, which Aye. I like the fact that it's, it's keeping my weeks spread at the minute, because obviously how boring lockdown is, so I'm, I like the fact that it's spread my weeks, but at the minute I'm just like, I need more. I, I need to know. <laughs> I think the thing that that, that could it, that ha- it could be done, and I would enjoy it if they'd done it because I know they've done it in the past with like Game of Thrones and stuff like that, where the cinema actually put on the episodes. So it would be quite cool if they'd done right. Oh, we're, going cool. week- we're going to do a weekend thing, so we're going to play the first three episodes on Friday or Saturday, and then the last three episodes on the Sunday, and that'd be quite a cool thing to do. Because I agree with you, I'm actually looking forward to to revisiting these mm-hmm. and just watching them. Like straight through. I, I see we'll be um, doing that most with these episodes is just rewatching it again, aye. like not straight away, but like later on. Say I watch it in the morning, later aye. on the day, I'll find myself just watching it again, just, just to find on. stuff that I've either missed or just because I'm like I really enjoyed that. Like I think I think the interesting thing as well though is like once we start getting the movies again, so like especially with this series, once we get Doctor Strange, it'll be interesting to go back and see things that have maybe interlinked when we've, we've yeah. not really realised it. Um, 
which will be which again the same with you, mate. I'm I was talking to one of my mates and he says he's marvelled out. I'm not. I miss it. I miss the films and stuff like that, man. And these series have been very much like a a great wee stopgap. And and I don't mean that in any kind of negative way, like as if a stopgap's like, oh, these will do. I'm loving these and they're filling the time really, really well with not getting to go to the cinema to see them. Yep. Um, but I've got the shot up. Again, it's I'll, I'll take a picture to, uh, for you, Curtis, and send you it because it's fucking gorgeous. So it's just after they've had their wee fight and tantrum and they're talking to each other and they're trying to figure out um, how to go off this planet and they're like, wait, well, the ship didn't get to leave. And he's like, yeah, but we were never on that ship, so let's see if we can do it. And she's like, right, fine, we'll do it. And they're walking towards the city and it's like this big like valley gorge with the moon in the background with a crack down at purple, the lights for the city. It's so well shot and I, like again I don't really know much about cinematography all I know is when I look at that I go oh my god that's beautiful um this episode for me just that's that was the highlight as, as, as good as the 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 acting performances were the highlight for me was just how this episode looked it looked incredible and I'm guessing it was probably shot entirely on green screen which is interesting yeah it was it was interesting when they were doing the I think it's like the bit of the the walking Mm. Yeah, they're just walking and then they obviously see the wee cabin where the wee woman is. Even just like the way they're walking, I was just like, they must just be doing that in a green screen. Aye. Must be just one of those ones where they're just walking on this walk. At, pretty much just one of those walking treadmills. I was like, that's brilliant. Just the way they Aye. did it was great. Again, lovely, lovely scenery as well. They get to this like very vibrant town or city and it's like loads of LED lights and like neon lights and stuff like that. It's just really this nice. This is probably where I was kind of thinking maybe Ragnarok is this week kind of town yeah, part just with all the uh, the colours and like all the signage and stuff like that. that Even the one uh what's what was the what was the, the, the city called in uh Falcon Winter Soldier? Oh my uh, begin with an M didn't it? Madrigal 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 or something like that. Aye so even, or something like that. Aye, it even kind of looks a wee bit like that as well, which is yeah. is really cool. Um, and again, one more time, we get into the fight scene as they're trying to get onto the ship and we see this moon crack and crumble and everything is hurling towards the planet that they're on. Um, and they're obviously trying to scrap and fight and get onto this spaceship. Uh, ultimately, they don't succeed. And again, this was a much shorter episode. It's 42 minutes long, but like without the credits, it's actually only 36 minutes. Um, but it, it keeps up the streak of me getting to the end of the episode going, oh, I can't believe you've ended it there. I want to know what's next. And the fact that these episodes are like 50, 40 minutes, once these are all out, you could easily watch this in one go as a, as a film, easily. 100%. Um, so what did you what did you make of the ending then? So obviously we see them kind of fight, the rocket blows up and they're pretty much stuck from what looks like they're stuck on this planet and they are going to die. There's three episodes left. So we all know they're not going to die because that's how these series work. <laughs> but um, what were your thoughts on the ending? Like, what, did, what was your initial thought when you see where it ended? Uh, I honestly didn't think that it was going to end in the way that it did with the whole ship exploding. I mm. thought this would have been like their way of getting back, so it leads into the next story. Yeah, obviously where it takes off the next episode. But now that's why I was sitting there at the end and I was going. What are they going to do? Like, obviously, they're needing this large energy source and stuff. And I'm going, right, well, that ship is destroyed. Mm. But I wonder if any did parts. So that's me now thinking, well, the only other people that can really kind of get to them is like Mobius and stuff like that. But will they know where they are? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the only, that's the only thing I can. I can see see happening now is because I'm going. Well, how are they how are they meant to get back? Unless they manage to pull a a current or something like that up somewhere. Uh, I don't really know. 
but it was it was interesting the fact that obviously how close they were to it. What annoyed mm. me was the fact that the whole the whole planet was uh, crumbling to pieces. Like they were dying. If you weren't, if you apparently if you weren't on that ship, you knew you were dying anyway. But yet mm. the guards and stuff were still trying to stop them. I'm going, yeah. guys, run away! You are going to die. I don't. Like, why are the guards not helping? Why, like, why, why he's why, not trying on? Yeah, why he's not trying on? And I thought, like, why you why you try to why you try to protect them? What, what is it? What is it? These two individuals, <laughs> no no clue about or try to do. So I thought, just for me, I was like, that's a bit weird. Obviously, it stopped them getting onto this thing. But I'm kind of glad, obviously, they didn't get on because they probably would have died regardless anyway. Aye. But. Just, uh, just now it's just a case of well, where do you, how, how do you get home from here? How do you get back to whatever it is? Well, that that leads me on to my next point, um, which I should have made earlier, but obviously I get caught up talking about the cinematography and I've missed. It's probably the most important. <laughs> I it's, love it's, a picture. I love me some good looking movies. Um, it's probably the most important part of this episode, and I can't believe I've, I'm glad I remembered to talk about it because it, it is. There's a conversation between Sylvie and Loki where they re- or she tells Loki that. The TVA, um, the C20 that she, she interrogated to get the, the information off has been there for like 100 years. And he's yes, like, yes. what? Yes. And she's like, yeah, she's been there. And he's like, I was told that the, the timekeepers made everything in the TVA and they were the, that was the origin. And she's like, no, everybody in the TVA is a variant. She was on Earth and they brought in like she was a variant and now they were. So to me, I'm going, what the? fuck does that mean then so i've seen again shout out to the 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 youtube channel nerdist they've done a uh not a spoiler but a theory video of are the timekeepers the secret villains of this show and it wouldn't surprise me um if that is the case i've not actually had a chance to watch that video i'm going to actually watch it once we get off here but um yeah i think that is the way that they're going especially because again going on a talking about when i go on a twitter and look at it, everybody's talking about how Mobius would have been like a, a jet ski teacher or something like that because he's desperate for his own jet I, and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting. That, that was it for me. I Like, they've obviously forgotten who they were at some point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As he said, like, uh, it's the same thing, obviously, they say in Ant-Man, where he was in there for, like, what was it? He, he thought he was in there for, like, two hours or something like that, but he was actually in there for five years. So, yeah, like, you're like, God knows how, how long they've obviously been in, but but yeah, it was it was crazy when she brought that up and the fact that this person actually had a normal life because also we thought that mm. they were just kind of created there. But then that that led me to think, well, right, all the timekeepers are lizards or what you call yeah. lizards, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why is it all, why is it all humans? Why is there no other space aliens that are from like the Sakar? Why is there nothing mm. from Titan? Like you know what I mean? Because we see we see obviously in the. Uh, See, see in the last episode where she sets off all the time kind of bombs in these different mm-hmm. places and it's it literally lists like Aye, all the Asgard, that they went to. Titan and things like that and I'm just like why is it there's no other creatures beings whatever yeah. of that kind why is it why is it only humans is it because yeah. we are easier to manipulate manipulate is that is that what it is so that all these kind of questions and stuff I'm looking forward to getting answered but yeah it's it's because obviously we've got Ant Man uh, Qu- Quantum Mania. I think it was the next yeah. film, so I think this will tie in really nicely with this one because mm-hmm. I think the I think everyone's obviously expecting it to be linking in with Doctor Strange and things like that, like straight away. Obviously, the multiverse of madness. I do think it will have a, a bit more, but I think uh, there's going to be a bigger impact with this for Ant Man than what it will Doctor Strange. But that's just obviously my opinion. Just at uh, the moment, we still got three episodes to go, mind. Do you know what I mean? So, well, who knows that- what's going to happen? 
and I think that's that'll kind of lead us on how to end the podcast is we've not I've not really had the chance to theorize what's going to happen because to me I'm going it's just so ambiguous and we don't really know like where it could lead to so but we could probably do a wee bit of that today and we'll play my new fun game uh, on the podcast um so theorizing how are they getting off the planet uh, I reckon uh, Mobius will have found them uh, but I think he'll have come a- I think he'll come alone I don't yeah. think he'll come uh, with the whole firing squad. I don't think it'll be. I think that him and Loki will have this, as you said, like everyone keeps saying, they've got this like bromance thing kind of going. Yeah. I reckon that he'll have his notes in place for where exactly like they could be and where, right. where they are. So I, I reckon it's probably him that's going to get them back to where they are with obviously because I don't think they're going to get a charge from the wee machine. I actually thought no, no, the machine it's was broke. broken. Right, it's broke. I thought I was going to say it's broken. So right, it's broke. My, my only my only thought is that it's Mobius that's going to come uh, pretty much and save them. Well, that was the interesting thing that I'd brought up when I was watching it. Is I'm going, they're going to need to figure something out though because at the point where Loki and Mobius were figured out the the whole um, disaster thing was you 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 their their timeline thing doesn't affect. Things happening, so they need to, he Mobius will need to figure out a way to find or track down Loki of right where could he be, where would they have went, kind of thing. But I do think that is it's the TVA of some sort will find them and they'll probably and split up, back. look at all these apocalypses and his yeah. his will be that Mobius will probably be that particular one where it will be like twenty seven, eh, what is it twenty seven seven or something like that, yeah. twenty seven seven. So it'll be like his one. It's like he'll split up and they will split up, go to different ones, and his will be that, and he'll yeah. end up going to be like Loki and. Black like, Mobius, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. It's so that's the interesting thing as well going forward is like obviously um Loki now knows that, that, that these people are variants, so he's now gonna to have to convince the TV to turn against the, the space lizards, as he's likes as he likes to say, <laughs> or the time lizards, as he likes to say. Um so this now becomes very much what Loki's intentions were to begin in, whereas he wants to take over or he wants to talk to the the timekeepers, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with the last three, because that's the other thing as well, man, it feels as if these series go so quick, we're already halfway through, there's only six episodes, so we're already, we're already ha- at the halfway point, which is, is sad, but it's also exciting, because... What was it, the 9th of June, was it, it started? Was that, that right, 9th of June, aye, correct? Aye. I mean, and that's us pretty much at the end of June, we've only got exactly. a couple more weeks now. Three more to go. So, just before we leave the podcast, we're going to play my fun little game. I don't know if you've been listening, Curtis, but it's rather than being able to do predictions about what we're watching, mm-hmm. we're going to do a prediction about a certain character. And that certain character is Mobius. And that certain character Mobius is played by a certain actor. And that certain wow. actor likes to say exactly that. Wow. Wow. So the game we're playing today, Curtis, is do we get an Owen Wilson? Wow. And if we do, which episode does it come in? Over to you, my friend. <laughs> Oh, I, I, yeah, I think, I think we're going to get a wow. I think we're going to get a wow. I think it, I think that the wow we will get is when he probably discovers that he actually had this life before, uh, yeah. maybe like fifty years ago or whatever it was. I reckon it won't come until probably about the fifth episode. So my original prediction was the fifth episode. My original prediction was we'll get an Owen Wilson wow on episode eight, five, and then in episode six we'll get a Tom Hiddleston wow. <laughs> I am going to change my prediction. Oh, right, okay. I'm going to change my prediction to this. Owen Wilson's character, Mobius, in the final episode, near the end of the final episode, will get a jet ski. He'll walk up, see said jet ski, and he will give us 
Wow. That's my new prediction. I, I just love the fact that he has his own, like, everyone just knows Owen Wilson just for the simple fact. Yeah. That just, wow. I think Somebody he looks says, great as a character as well. Oh, like, uh, that's, uh, that's another thing, obviously, we didn't really get to talk about uh, Owen Wilson because he, he, he didn't... He wasn't in this episode, to be fair. So. But, again, I cannot speak... I, I, when I seen him cast in this, I was like, oh, I don't know. From the word go, when I seen him on screen, I was like, yep, he fits. It makes it makes sense that you use him and he's, he, the character is perfect for the MCU and he performs that character so, so well. So I cannot speak highly enough about, about Owen Wilson and the, the Marvel... Um, Marvel Cinematic. I actually, I actually like Owen Wilson as, as an actor. See some of the stuff that he's did. Like, I know he's did like a couple of the funny ones, like the wedding mm-hmm. crashes and stuff like that. Which mm-hmm. have you seen? The, I don't know if you've seen the memes, and it's him and Tom uh, Hiddleston, and they're both like in the wedding crashes, uh, the poster, and it's like, Aye. what is it, time crashes or something time like crashes. that? So, so I was picturing myself laughing at that. But like some of the stuff that I've seen him, like that, uh, is it the film Wonder? Is that the one he's in with the B guys? Kind yeah, of yeah, face, like, face, yeah. And you're just like, obviously, you see how different he is. Like, and even the film, uh, I know, I don't, I don't know if it was maybe a good film or not, but the one where he's like kind of goes back in time, like all the different arts and stuff, like, and it's like William Shakespeare and stuff like that. I can't. Uh, uh, Midnight in Paris or something like that. It's called. Is that right? Midnight in Paris. That's a good. So he's good in that film. I think the film didn't didn't really go down well, but he's actually uh, really good. I think he, from what I watched, he was good. Uh, you know I mean, it was a, <laughs> because he was in it. I was like, that's. I'm going to remember that film because he was in it, not because mm-hmm. of anything else. Actually, I actually think Tom Hiddleston was in that film as well. I could be wrong. Aye. I think he might have been in that film. I'll need to look it up. No, the film was either Benedict sticks, Cumberbatch. The film always sticks out in my mind for Owen Wilson is Marley and Me, and Marley, I've any, not seen that. Well, if any listeners are out there and you have got a dog and you've seen that film. There is a certain point where that film, if it's on in my house, gets turned off. It's about three quarters of the way through because the ending of that film is fucking horrible and it shan't ever be watched by my eyes again. But yeah, um, again, Owen Wilson, fantastic. Loki, the series, is fantastic and I cannot wait to see what, where it goes. Um, so before we go, Curtis, can you tell the lovely listeners where to find you on the socials? Yes, certainly no worries at all. Uh, you can find me on my gaming page on Facebook. It's at C25Gaming. That's just a C and a 25 and a gaming. Uh, and if you can also pick up some collectible goodies such as Funko Pops and things from Comic Nation as well. Code uh, MULG1, M-U-L-G-1, 10 for 10% off. Nice. Get yourselves over to Comic Book Nations. Get your get your Pokemon cards. Get your Funko Pops. Get your butt plugs. He's got it all. Yep. Character butt plugs. <laughs> I was expecting more of a shock there, Curtis, but you didn't get it. Um, <laughs> no. if, you want, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm at AndalphTheGrey on all platforms. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch. I will be back streaming soon. I've finally got a game for my PS5. I'll be streaming Ratchet & Clank. I'm definitely trying to get you to oh, do that fucking Operation Sorry, Tango. Yep, There's yep. another game that we need to do where myself and Curtis will stream together. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, we're at WithMatesPod on Twitter and at WithMatesPodcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give the review a five. St- give the podcast a five-star review. It helps the podcast out, gets us further up the charts, gets more people involved and more people talking. And last of all, get in the comment sections on Twitter and Facebook. Let us know what you think of the series so far. Let us know when you think Owen Wilson will say wow and let us know what you're looking forward to most is it Black Widow is it the Eternals is it Spider-Man is it Shang-Chi is it the Suicide Squad are you a DC lover let me know get involved chat to me I've got fuck all else on so let me know what you think what your thoughts are we will be back later on in the week I'm introducing a new type of podcast where 
I'm going to give a rundown of some films that I've seen in the cinema, not go in depth to breaking the movies down, but just give you an idea of what's on in the cinema and why you should go and see it or why you should maybe avoid it. Uh, so hopefully that will be out either this weekend or the start of the week. Um, I'll be talking about the movie Nobody. I'll be talking about Cruella and I might be talking about the new Fast and Furious movie, uh, depending if I've got time to get to the cinema and watch it. But until next week for our next Loki review and until the weekend with a movie review, that's us. Thanks for listening. Let us on the minge. Bow, 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 bow. Love at the best. It's still recording.